Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's the host of Breakfast with Izzy and Kempi on SENZ. Israel Dag, the great Ismos is on the line. Hello, Izzy. <laughs> How you doing, boys? Yep, I've stayed up late for you lads to ready to rip into some Warriors channel. Who we're talking Warriors, mate? Let's go oh. straight into it. Hey? What, what time is just got me excited. Uh, might be yeah, a bit of 8.30, maybe 9 o'clock. I yeah. tend to nod off. You know, I'm up pretty early. 4, 4.30, the alarm goes off. But I don't have to walk far. I've got a studio at home, so just five metres and I'm in the studio. So it's perfect lifestyle, lads. Perfect. The great Justin Horro with me, uh, Izzy. Hey, hey Justin. Hey, awards. Oh, it's <laughs> kind of confused myself. I'd be Justin Hoddle yeah. back home to oh, Izzy yes. for my fellow countrymen. <laughs> yes. But uh, excuse the accent, brother. I've been over here for too long now. Um, let's get <laughs> so it straight good. into it. The Warriors, All Blacks. Um, who's all the rage at the moment? Rugby World Cup coming up. <laughs> the Warriors are obviously flying. Who's the country? You know, where can you feel the energy the most behind? Oh, it's, it's been an interesting year for, for New Zealand rugby. You know, we've had so much going on in the back room. We've got Silver Lake deal, and it just created an absolute storm. And then, the, obviously, the coaching position that's been debated throughout the year. So it hasn't probably been a particularly good year for New Zealand rugby. Um, we've had a Super Rugby tournament that's been competitive enough until the finals. That was probably where we saw the most competitiveness and, and saw the best rugby throughout the year. Uh, and then I've obviously um, announced the coach, Scott Ray's has taken it over. But Foster's in the driver's seat right now, and he's, uh, after the last couple of games, he's really um, united this country, instilled a bit of belief that was probably lacking over the last couple of years. You know, when you have two solid performances against Argentina and South Africa, particularly South Africa, world champs, mm, mm. and you, you dismantle them in a way that's exciting, they play probably the best 20 minutes of rugby we've seen from a team in a very long time. And where we're able to, I think the proudest thing was the way that they withstanded, they withstood um, the, the repel, you know, the, the way that the South African team came back and, and put them under hell a lot of pressure. So that gave us a lot of confidence that we could head to France and, um, you know, compete and potentially push for that. Before then, there was no chance. No one was believing them. No one was really understanding how this team was going to, going to cope. But the Warriors, mate, <laughs> don't get me started. We are so confident over here. You know everyone's confident when people come out of from, from out of their farms or under the sheets and they start supporting the bandwagon and getting on the was. And, uh, mate, we're just, I don't know, they've just done, like Andrew Webster, i just got to tip my hat to Webby. Yeah. You know, that looks like a happy group, a happy group that is composed um, they've, they've got resilience in the group. You know, teams, 
in the past would compete for 45 minutes and then they'd drop away in the second half. This team can go the full 80. They've got depth and they've got a player called Sean Johnson that when he's on, I don't know if I've seen him play a more consistent rugby league than this year. Um, we're right behind them, man. Absolutely chuffed. And they're, they're off this week, so it's been quite boring on the radio. I'm not having to talk about our wars. <laughs> And uh, having to promote this big test match this weekend, lads. Well, you know what? I've crunched some numbers, Izzy, and uh, marrying up the SEN League uh, <laughs> votes each week with the Dally M, which went behind closed doors after round mm. 12. And this is quite the story because I reckon this race is going to come down to uh, Sean Johnson, 39. Nico Hines, who now has that jumper on about 38 points, which is what I'm sort of uh, anticipating at the moment. Payne Haas in the mix and Harry Grant. But talking about bandwagon jumpers... My co-host, I hope Kempi's not the same, but my co-host. He's the worst, mate. Is he? Mate, my my man Justin, I don't know whether he's horror or horror. It depends on if it's cricket. Oh, horror, mate. Yeah, I'm I'm an Aussie. If it's the Matildas, yeah, horror, mate. Yeah. And then you get the bloody Warriors or the uh, the, the All Blacks, horror. Yeah, Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, you're back, back, mate. One of the great chameleons. Oh, I tell you what, if it's the Aussies going against the Poms and the Ashes, I'm all on board the Aussies. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I often get confused. A lot of my old countrymen from uh, from New Zealand being born over there, it's it's horror back home. So. When it, when it's pronounced that way, sometimes it's yeah. the, it's the horoscope. The horoscope. Yeah. I can feel you. I go yeah. back to my Fano house and I get the old Marty Twang on and I start talking. And then I get on TV and I start being hello. I'm Israel Dag and yeah, yeah, yeah it's very nice to meet you, oh, mate. Camelin. Yeah. You can't beat it. Yeah. It's got to blend into all environments. Okay, blend into this. Uh, this text comes in. <laughs> K, K, KB from West Auckland, uh, listening in through the app. Uh, g'day, boys. I heard. Uh, Israel is a closet Eddie Jones fan. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, look, it's it's quite interesting, really. Eddie's come into Australia, and you know, Eddie's hasn't probably had the he hasn't had the impact. You know, he's lost two. He lost one against Argentina that no one expected, maybe particularly South Africa, but at home, he hasn't. Uh, you know, bought what Eddie was was hoping to do. But Eddie has beaten the All Blacks six out of the last 14 times. He's beaten them in two World Cups in a semi-final, England and Australia. So Eddie is the master manipulator. He's the master deflector. Mm. And it just, just worries me because last year, lads, like the, the Australians, the Wallabies, actually came close to winning that first Bledisloe in Melbourne. There was some dubious calls at the end of that game that was debated, made for good radio, I'll tell you that. But, um, you know, like, everyone's riding them off, and I'm not. I've played Australia a ton of times, and, mate, they're just, they're just a hard team to crack. And everyone will be riding them off at their own peril, and they'll be they'll be hearing little bits of the outside noise, but they'll be believing so much in their side. And Eddie is... Good at creating belief within his unit. He's made a, a raft of changes. He's got a young squad, that's a young 9 and 10 combination that's going to be put under so much pressure. But I spoke to Matt Burke today, lads, and uh, Burke is obviously a fine Wallabies Ooh. fullback. He's been there. He's drunk out of the Bledisloe. And, um, yeah, he's, he's like everyone else. He's, he's, given, uh, he's not given them a, a hell of a lot of a chance, but... He knows what Bledisloe Cup means, and he knows what it means to Australia and and this team and what Eddie's been able to do can hopefully feed off that. So, look, <laughs> for whoever sent that message, I'm not an Eddie fan, but I'm just weary of the Wallabies that they could potentially push this all-black side right to the very end. Hey, Izzy, the Bledisloe, right? Is that still mm. a two-game series? So you're basically, to take it off someone, 
you've either got to have a draw and a victory yep. or two wins. Is, is that how it remains? Yep. Yep. Yeah, mate. You've got to you've got to win both if you if you want to have any chance. Um, so New Zealand in two thousand, we won at Sydney and ANZ, probably the game of the century, and we came to Wellington. And we lost it in Wellington when a guy like, oh, I forgot his name, John Eels, plays Ock Lock, <laughs> and he kicked the winning goal, mate. I saw a five on his back. I said, what's he doing kicking the goal? And they won the game in, in Wellington. So Australia need to win this at home, and then they've got to travel to Dunedin. Uh, where the last game, they actually pushed all legs close. I was there. I was part of that squad. And it wasn't until the last minute that uh, TJ Perenara and Reed, Kieran Reed, Scott Barrett scored under the post. So, um yeah, look, they've got to win this weekend, lads, if they've going to have a chance. I don't even know. Like, Do you remember what the Bledisloe Cup looks like? No, <laughs> we don't like those rules anymore. <laughs> we're, we're going to beat you twice. That's not fun. Beer tastes good out of it, lads. Yeah, I, I bet you it does. I bet you it does. <laughs> what, what, about, what about on our team? Is he uh, the contentious or probably the one of the most important jerseys for the All Blacks, the number 10 jersey? Richie Moanga mm. retains the 10 jersey after Damien McKenzie was outstanding after a shaky start against Argentina. Uh, how do you see that going forward, uh, going into a Rugby World Cup campaign? Is this a real opportunity for, for Richie to uh, solidify that spot? Yeah, this is this is his team. You, you give him the keys. I've been I've felt sorry for him for the last couple of years. You know, he's never really felt understood where he fits in this group. Mm. You know, like when you've got Bowden Barrett slopping into 15, into 10, um, you're getting an opportunity here and there, and you never really have control of something. So you, you're just not getting any cohesion continuity in the role. So Fozzie's given him the keys, which I love. This is your team, Richie. This is your team. You're going to direct this team around. You're going to get them into positions. You're going to make good decisions. You've got the keys. And when you've... When you're a player and you're in a position when you know, okay, I can be myself, I can plan the way I want to play, I can can carry this group around the park, I don't know, it just gives you so much confidence. So I think he's got certainty now with his role within this group. I think the, the topic that there's a lot of debate is, with Damien playing so well, it's such a good problem to have, but I just don't see him fitting particularly with Bowden playing fullback, you know, like he can cover 10 and 15, so he allows you to have different combinations on the bench. So, you know, Bowden, uh, Damien will probably be the unlucky one out of this, but if World Cups, which they do, they throw spanners, spanner in the works and, and there's going to be injuries, there's going to be moments where players are needed. How good is it to have Damien McKenzie coming off the bench? Yeah, pros and cons to both, right? The versatility mm. of all those sort of guys that you've named, um, when you think back to, you know, the years, the really successful campaigns that we've had where you sort of locked in, you know, Dan was the man there for so long, but now mm. you've got an option where if, if for, for whatever reason, Richie goes down or, or Bowden, and then Damien McKenzie's waiting in the shadow. So, um, Are you supporting the All Blacks? Am I, I hearing I, something? I, I, I am, brother. Yeah, of course he is. He's back to Horror. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. The, the, it's, the, the, it's for the Bledisloe Cup yeah. and uh, anything outside of that. No, yeah. I'm, on, I'm always on the Kiwis, brother. My uh, my old boy used to play with uh, your co-host, Kempi, uh, for the Kiwis. So very strong, despite the accent, very strong allegiance <laughs> and uh, desire for the Kiwis to get the job done. No comment. They comment. I don't Lost, know if he's he? accepting you. I don't know if he's buying into this. Uh, I might be like Damien McKenzie. I might have just yeah. popped out of the team, man. <laughs> That's exactly right. He's back here, man. He's back, is he? Yeah, sorry. The All I heard was Kimpy, and I was like, you poor dad. <laughs> you poor dad having, yeah. a, having to get an earful from Tony Kemp. I deal with it every day. No, nah, he's a good man. He's a, he's a good man. No, nah, the boys, oh, look, I'm, 
I'm settled. You know, like before this tournament, I was a little bit uncertain on how we're going to go. But what I've seen from the last two games, you never get ahead of yourself. But I'm actually confident that we've got the right mix, the right selection. There are still debates of, you know, where's Sammy Whitelock going to fit, a guy that's played over 130 tests. He's on the bench because Scott Barrett's playing so well. Have we found our sixth, Shannon Frizzell? He had probably the game of, of his life against South Africa, so we've fulfilled that role. But the back threes, where there's a lot of debate. Will Jordan, out and out the best fullback in Super Rugby, probably the best fullback going around at the moment. He's playing wing. Where does Leicester Fying and Nuku fit in the piece? He's not even in the squad at the moment. He's probably mm. Super Rugby winger of the of the competition. Mark Talia's getting a chance. And then you've got Caleb Clark, who I don't know, but I'm struggling to see how he's been included. But hey, I'm not a coach. I'm I'm an ex All Black that's put on a bit of weight. Forward, I, know. <laughs> I can tell you about, all about that. Um, now, Izzy, can I yes. can I ask you how's the the vibe been up around the World Cup? Is it just is it flying? Uh, it's starting to ramp up now. Yeah, yeah it's starting to gain a bit of momentum. We're only a couple of weeks out, and uh, people are starting to talk about it. You know, when the All Blacks aren't playing, people just switch off. That's just all part and parcel of it. You know, there's so much sport going on at the moment. How good's the Football World Cup, man? We're, we're just absolutely loving watching um, the FIFA Football World Cup. I watched USA-Netherlands today, and what a game that was. Mm. Oh, I don't know if there's anyone else in this competition. I think they're a class above. But um, when there's other sports playing, you kind of just fly under the radar. But this year, because there's just been so much disruption in, in the NZR, it's been a, a topic that's been spoken about. But this is Ian Foster's team. Till the end of the World Cup, Scott Robinson will take over at the end of that. We've got to get him behind this team. And from what we've seen so far, I think this nation is, is right behind the squad. Um, they've, they've instilled a bit of confidence in, confidence in us that we've probably been lacking for a wee while. Yeah, look, you're behind them like I've been behind this show. A couple of these um, two, <laughs> two maniacs from New Zealand. It's called French Connection, I think you'll find. Uh, gallivanting over there in the south of France. And... <laughs> <laughs> No, we've got, oh. it's, it's on social media, Izzy and Beaver, it's called. Uh, looking good there, Izzy. No? Oh, don't, don't, mate. What are you don't, playing, Bocce? <laughs> a bit of Bocce with a bit of Moulin Rouge music. Oh, mate, it was good fun. I got to travel south yeah. of France with Stephen Donald, and you know what kind of a yeah. character he is, mate. You have to chew his ear most, most times at the end of this show, so I feel for you. So I had to deal with a month with the Beave. And so basically we were in Toulouse, Starting to lose, we jumped in the smallest car possible, known to man. It was called. A, it was a Fiat, and we drove from Toulouse and finished up in Nice. We just drank wine. We went and uh, we went to a winery that the director. Oh, I forgot his name. I should know his name, but he directed Gladiator, Alien, oh. all of those fantastic movies. When it had um, lunch at his place, and oh, that was pretty, at his winery. But he's got a place there, and it's. <laughs> Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott's mate, that's it, went to Ridley Scott's um, winery in south of France and that was cool, got to see all of the um, uh, memorabilia from all those movies, it was something to behold, it was so cool to, um, to see. And yeah, mate, and got paid for it. So oh, pretty cool. Half your luck. <laughs> half your luck. Um, well, mate, there you go. You've got breakfast not too far away. Uh, I think we've heard enough uh, gloating about New Zealand. <laughs> uh, did you know, too, a little fun fact. So when you go over to New Zealand and you're going to Queenstown next week, yep. Scope, you, you see the oh. symbol which we know as Woolworths, but they call it Countdown. 
What are you doing, mate? Waste of money. 400 million yeah. to rebrand it back? Come yeah, on. Yeah, we're taking it back. <laughs> we're taking it back. Um, you've got to get something back. Yep. So, so countdown's gone, and Woolworths is back. There you go. Oh, good. Uh, we do need something back. We're uh, we're under siege, that's for sure. Izzy Dag, mate, we appreciate it. What we have on our text board here, when the listeners love a particular uh, guest, they say keeper, and they're saying you're an absolute keeper. Izzy, good on you, mate. Awesome, lads. Hey, thanks very much, and go the Waz. Previously on The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. But they've got their own awards. The RLPA have got their own awards. This is where they wear the runners, right? We'll say the Volandis types and the Abdos, will they boycott the RLPA awards? Yeah, I don't think you'd see Peter donning a suit and runners. <laughs> I think Andrew Abdo would. Uh, who does he look like? Who does he look I think he's got a little bit of George Clooney, would you say? I always had a thing for Todd Greenberg. Sorry, mate, you've thought, got yeah, George Negus up there. I'm just looking <laughs> <Is> at that. <laughs> the Run Home with Joel and Fletch, 3pm weekdays on SEN.